Hello lovers and welcome back. It is a flourish and love o'clock with me your host coach Londi. It is welcome home to those that are joining us for the very first time. Thank you all for being here. Uh today yes we are still on that mission of having you fall in love madly in love <laughs> with your love life, create, sustain and attract relationships that are fulfilling, relationships that add value to your life and relationships that encourage you to be your best and most authentic self. We are still on that keep it simple but make it a significant tip that we are on. And today is no different. Ooh, and no it is. It's going to be very powerful. It's going to be very juicy because I just covered something that is just a game changer. And <laughs> I'm excited to share it all with you. So, I've been busy. I've been very busy um over the last while uh doing my own very deep diving into my own personal development and I found um a concept that was just a breakthrough for me. So, disclaimer, FYI, I come carrying a breakthrough for somebody here today. <laughs> so, I came across the concept self-fulfilling prophecy. And it made me think, it it inspired me actually to to create a shift around a very important conversation that triggers a lot of resistance that triggers shame that triggers judgment that triggers guilt and so when i'm having this conversation with clients it because of the shame and the guilt that gets triggered it it, it kind of makes it a very difficult conversation to have And so I found a way using this concept of self-fulfilling prophecy to clean up the guilt and the shame around the all important breakthrough conversation that is rooted in you get in life who you are you don't get in life what you want. So imagine this. <laughs> hey you identified an area in your love life or your relationship that you figured no this needs to change i don't like this the way that it is um and i'm going to go to coach londy and i'm going to sort this thing out i'm going to have her help me sort this thing out and the first thing coach londy does when you come to her or you sign up for for her help is she says well let's talk about how you attracted this because this is who you are and you're like no 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 i just told you i don't like that i just told you i don't want that so how am i that and so when we having this conversation what i found is as we were having this conversation around you get in life not what you want you get who you are um because of that resistance and the the resistance that is created by the shame and the guilt and the offense that people take and receive that conversation with it made it a very hard uncomfortable conversation and well by putting on a new set of perspective a new lens of perspective we can have this be a more dignified more open more um you know 
more fun even conversation because this is a really powerful and necessary conversation when we are wanting to really create the transformation that we want into our lives and get our desires instead of getting stuff that we are saying is unwanted or undesirable. So the concept is your love life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's the lens I want and the perception I want you to to pick up today, to try on, try it on, try it on even just for the duration of this episode, that your love life is a self-fulfilling prophecy that is fueled by the way in which you embrace who you are, by the way you behave and do what you do, and the way you embody and carry beliefs about what you can and you cannot have. So try that on for a moment. Because it is our human nature to act in alignment with our self-identity. That's just fact. That's just how it is. And so when we are identifying ourselves or noticing experiences and having experiences that we label as unwanted and having to have the conversation of why is this manifesting in opposition to who I am? Why is it manifesting in opposition to what I want? Then when we're having the conversation, we get to recalibrate our identity to match our desires because our truest desires come from the deepest and most purest parts of who we are. And when our truest, when we receive our truest desires or when we activate our truest desires from spirit, then our souls can embody and materialize them. And then our body can have the physical experience of these things. So how we get to do that, how we get to recreate this recalibration where what we want and who we are is in harmony, what we want and who we are is in resonance, we get to get to that place through personal transformation. And all personal transformation does is when we are at that level where we've created the transformation, then we are able to thrive and enjoy positive mental health, emotional well-being. And it's through personal transformation that we get to have that contentment and satisfaction without the complacency that we get so we are able to shoot out new desires but still be happy with where we are without having the desires manifest yet and without feeling desperate and being in judgment and being in offense about the fact that we now have this new desire that hasn't come to manifestation yet and so it's a very important conversation to have because it allows us to align with our desires and then have them turn from potential into reality. And when we walk through this door of personal transformation, when we commit and, and we, and we uh, become faithful to this experience of personal transformation, we get to recalibrate who we are. And by recalibrating who we are, we better align with what we want. And then we become a match, an identical match between who I am, what I am, with what I want. Now, here's the thing. Here's why we need personal transformation in the first place. Because 
we have subconsciously adopted very distorted thinking patterns. We've created very limiting and self-defeating stories about ourselves, about life, about things in general. And we've crafted and embraced identities based predominantly on what we learned from our key relationships in our earliest human experience. So earliest relationships with our parents, our caregivers, our teachers, our neighbors, the adults that we were taught to respect more. So all these people that we thought held more power than we do, that we thought their opinion about who we are, what we are meant to do, what we are meant to have was more important than our own. We've crafted and an, 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 an embraced an identity based on what they had to say about us, about life, about everything under the sun. And we've believed that. We've embodied that. We've acted on that. And we've embraced all of that, including our environment and our circumstances. Now, the thing is, none of these things, the key relationships, none of those are permanent. The environment and our circumstances, none of those are permanent. Because along the way, we have in one way or another lost some of those people. Some of those people that we held very to very high standards. Some of those people that we believed above everything else. Some of them are gone. But the stuff that they taught us and the stuff that they taught us about us, we still carry that. We still act on that. We still think in the ways that they taught us. We still carry that permanently as a permanent aspect of our lives when they, their presence even was even temporary. So we need this transformation process in order to recalibrate ourselves and get ourselves to be true and real and present in the here and now so that we can get what we want. Now, what does this then mean? It means then we need to find a way that is unfamiliar to be who we are, to do what we do so that we can have what we want. It means we need to find a new school because that school of those relationships, that school of our past environments, that school of our past circumstances is just not producing. Those lessons that we are applying to this life that we got from those key relationships, that we got from that and from those environments we grew up in, that we got from those circumstances that we grew up in, those lessons are no longer relevant for where we are in life. And so we need that recalibration. We need that new school and we need to find an unfamiliar way of being. How do we do that? Well, four simple steps that remember I said I found people and tested this thing out on <laughs> uh, four simple steps number one like really gain clarity the sincerest answer you can give to the question who am I you get to ask your question you get to ask yourself now that question ask it to you because a lot of times some of us are still going on and living out the answer of the question, who am I, according to what my mother said I am, to what my father, what my parents, what my teachers, we're still living out their definition and their identity that they gave us. So really take the time, if you haven't, take the time to really sincerely answer the question, who am I? 
The second step is overcome superficiality. Oh my God. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you how many people tell me that I'm too deep. And in the beginning, it used to bother me (laughs) because then I thought, well, maybe that means that people just don't understand me. And because when they don't understand me, then they're not going to like me. You know, when I thought it was very important that I was liked by people. And so I eventually doing my own inner work and really doing the work that I'm suggesting you do, answering that question of who am I? I was able to overcome superficiality and embrace the fact that I am very deep and get the power of depth, you know, because a lot of the times we cheat ourselves out of our most breathtaking, our most fulfilling experiences because we are trapped in superficiality. We are concerned with the surface aspects and the most obvious things, shallow, um, shallow intimacy, vanity, all of these things that really do not have any depth um, and therefore cannot give us clarity and awareness. And when we have the clarity and the awareness, then we gain competence. Because the reality is some people struggle so much in relationship and maybe you need to also just look at this for for a minute if you have struggled for a very long time with your intimate relationships that maybe your struggle is in the fact that you have not demonstrated competence in relationship and the only way to get competence is through awareness and the only way to get awareness is by going deep is by being concerned about the depth and the levels and the different levels of things things are very complex in life everything in life is very complex no one thing in life is just g one component and it's a full component of itself every little thing in life has little particles um it has a core that has a core that has a core that has a core everything has complexity in life The nature of life is complexity. And so when we are very superficial, we miss out on the powers that lie within the complexity. And that's where we get competence and eventually mastery. So I really do encourage that you you really break through and overcome superficiality. And it's simple. Go deep. (laughs) Go deep, baby. Go deep. And the third thing is for you to actually be loyal, you know, um, be loyal to self-mastery because self-mastery is that ability to produce high quality results for yourself in your life. And the more you exercise this muscle of self-mastery, the more you practice uh, self-mastery, the more you are able to, again, recalibrate your identity so that you match your desires so that you can get to that point where Your desires, your experience are in total resonance. Even when you are not getting yet what you want, when you are still in the potential, when it still exists just as a potential, you don't judge it. You don't become desperate. You don't don't feel bad about the manner or the level of existence of your desires in your life. So really just commit and be really loyal to self-mastery. And of course, sustaining a high quality full life.
So, in a nutshell, today, what I'm encouraging you to do, what I'm inviting you to do is to broaden your perspective, to use this perspective to do thorough, proper investigation so that you can identify what shifts, what pivots, what changes need to happen in your life for you to be able to get that love experience, that relationship experience that you want for yourself. And that is looking at your love life in this way. Your love life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. A self-fulfilling prophecy that is fueled by the way that you embrace who you are, the way that you behave and do what you do, the way that you embody the beliefs of what you can and you cannot have. And for you to be able to make sure that you are offering the self-fulfilling prophecy, the right type of fuel, authentically answer and sincerely answer the question, who am I? Number two, overcome superficiality and then exercise loyalty to self-mastery and sustaining a high quality full life. I said it's all about keeping it simple and making it significant. So it's as simple as that. Right. So that was my breakthrough. That was my uh aha. I've had tons of fun. I've had tons of enlightenment and insight. And most importantly, great progress (laughs) in transforming that conversation and creating these breakthroughs by having these conversations become dignified more than they are uncomfortable and full of resistance. So I'd like to hear, what was your breakthrough? What was your takeaway from today? And if you have your own personal questions that you want me to cover around your relationship experience, feel free to reach out. Remember, if you loved this content and everything that we have to share on this platform, share it with a friend. (laughs) The more, the merrier. And I am going to be with you again very soon.